The following show contains spoilers for Suicide Squad and flash photography. <laughs> and flash photography. I find it best if I don't laugh at my own jokes. We are the People's Front! Crack Suicide Squad! Suicide Squad! Attack! We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by a man on a suicide mission. It's Chris. Kamikaze? What? I don't know. Well, they were like, technically suicide missions, weren't they? Kamikaze. What's a kamikaze? Oop. Suicidal cat? Yeah, it's a cat that keeps going until, <laughs> until it dies. Oh, I do apologise. Alright, Chris, what did we see today? What film are we going to be talking about? We saw um, Suicide Squad, the third movie in the uh, DC shared universe. And also, the best film. Yes. putting it out there early, I liked it more than I liked the actively depressing and aggressively dull and dark Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. I didn't find Man is Still Depressing. Chris, did you like Suicide Squad? Yes or no? Yes. Why did you like it? It was good and I enjoyed it. You liked it because it was good? Yes. I liked all the characters in their respective role. You know, Deadshot, Killer Croc, Harley. The storyline, I wasn't expecting it, but it was nice. storyline was a little paint-by-numbers superhero action thing. There's a giant blue light that's going to destroy everything. Same as we've seen in Avengers and Man of Steel and Fantastic Four and probably a bunch of other things. So that was a little disappointing that they went a bit more creative with the story. Character-wise, though, yeah, I do agree. The casting in this is extremely good. Will Smith as Deadshot, spot on. you got that Will Smith charisma in there, which uh, which you need in some films, don't you? In which Will Smith plays Will Smith. <laughs> yes. Well, you, you can't argue with that, because Will Smith playing Will Smith is an intriguing character. Mm. Margot Robbie playing Harley Quinn, though. Spot on. Exactly. She nailed it. Very excited to see her. Very excited that she did well and lived up to the high expectations that were put upon her shoulders. So, yeah, extremely good that she did that. Mm. Now so the very big question. Okay. I interrupted you. My bad. Continue talking, and I'm going to dive in with the big question. We're going to build up to him. Some of the characters were not fleshed out as well as I thought. Most of the backstory and building work goes towards Deadshot and Harley Quinn, which they kind of needed because his Suicide Squad branches off into bigger things, which I kind of expect it will do. They're going to be the backbone of the franchise. So characters like Katana and killer croc don't get a lot of um the um, screen time and backstory build up so little disappointed with them but hopefully they'll they'll be around for the next couple of films so we can build up more rather than just his katana a sword absorbs souls well apparently the actress that plays um katana has said in the second uh, Suicide Squad film that her character is going to be developed a lot more in terms of backstory. Yeah, good. And I look forward to that because she's an interesting character. I didn't not... think she was. Well, of course, because we don't spend that much time Nothing about with her. her. no. And she only gets one or two lines in English. Yeah, it's all in Japanese, isn't it? Yeah, which is fine because she spends most of that time talking to her sword. I thought that at one point... It was one... Uh, when they're having a big final fight she's got a sword out and she says something in Japanese and I thought 
None of the others of the you know the squad probably speak Japanese. Maybe Deadshot. Rick Flag does because they're All right. like maybe Deadshot and Flag, but all the others have just gone. What she's saying? She could be saying, "Look out, Ent- Enchantress is over there" or something, and I have no idea. I found that a bit amusing. Yeah. But continue. Uh, yeah, Killer Croc though. If we're on team members of the Suicide Squad, he looked incredible. I think that's a good mix of um, practical makeup and yeah, he wore, CGI. He wore tons of uh, makeup and, and yeah. prosthetics yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he looked really good. No complaints about him. Diablo. What did yeah, you think cool. of him? We got I like Diablo. Overdose of tattooed characters. What with Diablo, Joker. There was a couple of other henchmen that were tattooed up to the gills. Yeah, no, I like I like this tattoo thing going on. I like, oh, I like he's got Diablo. a lot of tattoos as well. Yeah, I like that. You like the whole link? Yeah, I like I like tattooed um, Joker. Okay, Joker. Yeah, Chris, you you want to talk about him? Clearly, what have you got to say? It's all right. Insightful. <laughs> Thank you for that deep insight into nah. your thoughts. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed Jared Letters as a Joker. I thought he was great. Uh, I think he's better than Jack Nicholson. I think he's better than the guy that played the Joker from the Adam West TV series. Cesar Romero. That's the guy. You're a liar, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> However, he had uh, limited screen time. Jared Leto even said that he a lot of these scenes were cut from the uh, the final production. So maybe when it comes out on DVD, we might get more like deleted scenes with him yeah. in it. But I don't think I've seen enough of him to... Uh, compare him to Heath Ledger. I wouldn't say he's worse than Heath Ledger, but at the moment I'm not saying that Heath Ledger is better. I wouldn't be willing to rank the Jokers as you so boldly did. I wouldn't be willing to say that Jared Leto is the best Joker ever, or even the worst Joker ever, because he gets about 10-15 minutes if I'm being generous of screen time. None of that was particularly memorable. Or, I mean, he was interesting. He was sometimes threatened to be around, but there was no moment that really stood out to me. It's like X-Men, you always go, there's that Quicksilver scene. Or in Batman v Superman, there's that Batman warehouse fight scene. There's no moment in this where you go, that's the Joker moment. Which I guess is fine because it's not a Joker Joker film. It's not a Joker film. So we get enough Joker that we know he's here. We know he's about crime and looking like a pimp and tattoos and stuff. And yeah, it's a good building block for his relationship with Harley Quinn. But I can't say that he's the definitive version of the Joker. And sometimes if I had a criticism, he does sound a little bit like Heath Ledger's Joker. His mannerisms are different, though. Um, he stands quite tall and firm, and Heath Ledger's Joker is a bit um, sort of withdrawn and hunched, and he's got the whole licking his lips thing going on. But yeah, it's interesting. I do want to see more, but I'm not going to be as bold as you, Chris, and go, yeah, he's the best. I said he's better than Nicholson, and he was better than Caesar. So he's better than... Two. What I really need to make my overall decision who's better out of him and Heath Ledger... A street fight. Well, I need him... We we need him to have a scene with Batman in which he talks to Batman. Yeah. In this, we did get a scene with them in it together, but they they didn't didn't interact in any way whatsoever. So once I get a scene with him talking with Batman, 
and it can we can compare oh, then compare it to scenes of that with Heath Ledger, like the interview scene, for example. That's going to be pretty hard to. And top, then, I think. Then I'll make my decision. Yeah, so it'll be a tricky decision, but yeah. So, Joker, we inconclusive about him, but again, the film's not about him. It's about the Suicide Squad. Best member of the squad, Chris, or your favourite member, the Harley member Quinn. that you'd like to go to the pub with, Harley Quinn. Harley. Okay, yeah, good. Jai Courtney surprised me because I didn't want to burn an effigy of him at the end of the film. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Jai Courtney, he's not very good uh, as an actor. Some of the films he's been in have been flops. Terminator Genesis. He's not very good at It's not that. necessarily his fault the film flops, though, it's is not, it? I'm not saying he wrote the film, but his part of the film is not very good. Complete contrast to this, where he's playing an Australian and Jack Courtney is Australian. And Captain Boomerang thoroughly enjoyed being in his company. He's funny, he's cracking a beer. For no reason whatsoever that is explained... He carries around a pink unicorn teddy bear. Deadpool syndrome? You've got to have unicorns and everything now? I don't know why that's a thing. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a pink unicorn in the comics. If I'm wrong, I don't care. But still, wow, yeah. it's a weird choice. Did you like the Mad Aussie? Yeah, I enjoyed him. It wasn't until after... Because um, there's a Flash cameo in this which it shows Flash taking out Boomerang. One second, it might as well have been a still image. It's a cameo, regardless. And I forgot that Boomerang is actually a Flash villain. Yeah, not Little really much of a threat. Is this, uh, this, this Boomerang, boomerang to, compared to this version of the Flash? Because whenever the Flash runs in the cinematic universe, bloody lightning everywhere, it's a miracle that he wasn't instantly electrocuted to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so um, you look forward to a Ezra Miller flash against uh, Jai Courtney Captain Boomerang fight? No, <laughs> it's a short fight. Yeah, it's not gonna not what film he, worthy. What is, is he it, really is gonna like do? That. Yeah, what is he gonna? I'm gonna throw a boomerang. Oh, I've caught it. Oh, I've dodged it. Oh, I've done this one. No, I want to see Joker and Batman. I want to see Harley and Batman. I would like to see Killer Croc and Batman. Yes, because I'm um, hoping they're going to bring Bane in at some point. Maybe I think we're a bit Baned out. I think because we've we've had a, quite a few versions of Bane. Killer Croc is an interesting one because um they were debating on this whether they should bring in Killer Croc or another member of the Suicide Squad, King Shark, who I think was in Assault on Arkham, which is uh, an animated film, which is really good. And if you haven't watched it, I would recommend it because that's a quintessential uh, Suicide Squad story. Um, get into that. It's good. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Other cameos. Batman's in it, of course. Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, I've put Joker down. He's like an extended cameo. Arguable. Um, whatever. Oh, Amanda Waller. She's not a cameo. She's basically the secondary antagonist in this whole film. Mm-hmm. I liked her. Did you? The performance, the character. Yeah, I thought she was right. very ruthless. Yeah. Uh, bit of a bitch. Which she's meant to be, isn't she? She's um, meant to be the one that makes the makes you like these bad guys. 
so she has to be pretty diabolical for you to go I want Deadshot and Harley Quinn two murderers to beat this person you have to make her something something special I think uh, this film does that Mm. very well Mm. so Chris what did you think about um, the Enchantress or the Blair Witch Uh, did you get did you get uh, the villainous vibes that you wanted from her? I did, and I didn't. Before she got her heart, because in it she uh, she doesn't have a heart, and Amanda Waller has that. That's how she's controlling uh, the witch. So uh, <laughs> when she doesn't have the heart, she looks um, feral. She's got long black hair, skin's dirty. She looks, you know, a demonic. Bit like a golem. Yeah, aggressive, demonic entity. When she gets her heart back, she goes uh, to a more uh, a cleaner state, you know. Yeah, doesn't look so threatening. At that point, she looked more like something out of a uh, a fantasy movie, like um, Lord of the Rings. Ain't nothing like that in Lord of the Rings I remember seeing. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't look out of place, though. Probably, no, actually, yeah, it would. Oh, you know what film she looks like? She's out of um, Maleficent, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Ain't one. Ain't nothing like that in a Disney film, Chris. <laughs> Whatever, right? But when she doesn't have the heart, yeah, I got the threatening vibe. Although she, when she had the heart, she did turn back into that feral thing again. And I was like, yes, yeah. I wanted to see more of that. Which is like a shape-shifting illusionist type. That's her power set, basically, magic illusion. It's been around for 6,340-something 6, years, apparently. Yeah, something like that. She's pretty old. She's damn as, old. As witches go, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know any backstory about her. I've not read her in the comics before, so I don't know how accurate of a uh, depiction of the character it was. Yeah, I know a lot about Enchantress. Oh, okay. The Marvel version of Enchantress. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, she's a Thor villain, um, and basically seduces Thor and is like, "Oh, Thor, I love you, but you love Jane Foster, so I'm gonna get my executioner to chop off your head." But yeah, no, no bugger all about this uh, Enchantress. But uh, that's probably good because you don't want the you you just want to get this thing established you want a bog standard villain but again the plot could have made it a bit more interesting rather than a magical light that blows up all the military installations and yeah stuff what like was that, that actually going to do was it just going to blow everything up or what yeah i think it was just gonna it was using amanda waller's mind to find facilities and, and blow them up like any threats to enchantress's rule but yeah, they, she could have like had a different plan. Would have been nice. But um, when yeah. it blew up that satellite, they should have put another Wayne Enterprise logo on it again. Maybe did it have a logo on it? No, no, or it's nothing a, that you recognise. It's just a standard U.S. military satellite. Isn't it? Uh, okay, Not so it probably had the U.S. flag on there somewhere. Yeah. If it was using Amanda Waller's mind to find targets to blow up, why didn't it blow up? Bruce Wayne's house because she doesn't know he's Batman. There's a scene. There's a and well mid credit scene where Bruce Wayne is getting information for his Justice League from Amanda Waller in the same restaurant that she's explaining her suicide plan to, and she drops the line, "Um, you should probably stop working nights, Mister Wayne." So I take it that she knows that. He's a very busy CEO of Wayne Enterprise and that he has to work late nights. No, I think she's intelligent enough to find that out. So if Amanda Waller knew that, then the Enchantress, by proxy, should know through her mind tentacle things and should blow up the Batman. I don't think she would find Batman a threat, to be honest. He's just a man. But she gets taken out by, like, less skilled people than... Harley Quinn. Yeah. 
I wouldn't say <laughs> you could take that by Harley Quinn, yeah. I wouldn't say Harley Quinn's less skilled. Well, she's not as. If you had to pick a fight with one of them, yeah, but there, how Harley, the billionaire yeah, but, that's been trained in every form of hand-to-hand combat, or the maniac with a baseball bat. Actually, no, the maniac with a baseball bat is quite scary. Because she would kill you. Batman won't. Well, seen maybe. <laughs> Batman be yeah, but also think about how Harley takes out. Um, you know, I wait until we get onto there, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll bring up a point about why Harley w- would be able to take out Enchantress and Batman couldn't. I've got a good point. Right, fine. Would you watch this film again? Or would you not watch it again? I'd watch it again. Good, we're agreed. Give it a watch if you haven't already. And uh, if you have, um, watch it again. It depends if you've got money to spare. You know, Batman v Superman's out on DVD now, and I'm debating whether to get it or not. Uh, it was bad, but I want to build up a mo- uh, DC Universe collection. I've got Man of Steel already, so I kind of need this before Burn I get Man of Steel. Squad. There's nothing wrong with Man of Steel. It's a perfectly good film. It's a perfectly meh film, if you ask me. Now, you're, Chris... You're banned from the DC universe. <laughs> good. Now, Chris. Yes. We talk about surviving things here, don't we? Sometimes, when we're not babbling on about non-related Marvel characters with the same name as DC characters. So we're going to get into some of the deaths that happened in the new Suicide Squad film, starting off with our introduction to Deadshot. This one is going to be a quick one, Chris, because it's a surprise attack. So Deadshot's on a roof, um, being paid to assassinate this snitch guy. Deadshot manages to con some more money out of uh, his employer, and takes a shot, bounces a bullet off a plate that he's already put up there, ricochets off into the back of the snitch's head, whilst he's in a corridor on his way to give evidence and snitch or something. So this is the worst one, Chris, because it's a surprise attack and we hate surprise attacks, don't we? Mm. Suggestions? Oh, all right, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, when he turns up, he's in um, uh, big vehicles and he's got, I'm guessing, what's like a police escort with him. They seemed a bit too relaxed when they got him out of the car. I personally would have pulled up as soon as out of the car, would have bundled him through into the building. Because if, if they've got this much protection around them, they're expecting an assassination attempt. Yeah. So it wouldn't be like, oh, we've got him out of the car. Let's him casually Cash- walk over yeah. to the building now and down this long corridor while leaving the door behind us open. No, you bundle him into there as fast as you can. Yeah. Or you don't be a snitch and don't give evidence and there's no reason for anyone to pay $2 million to have you assassinated. Exactly. You must have done some... You must have some pretty juicy information if you're... He, <gasps> he knows who Batman is. <laughs> Bruce Wayne's the one talking the dead shot. Well, he's got Alfred to ring up for him, but... Yeah, put on a voice or something. Using hmm. the voice modulator to hide yep. him. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, fair enough. Two good points. And moving on, Chris, quickly. Guards. Um... When they're rounding up the Suicide Squad, Amanda Waller's put out the call to have them all brought to her. Killer Croc, his like, prison cell is half on land and half, for no reason I can tell, a pool that goes however deep of murky water that you can't see into. I think it's what he sleeps in. It might be why he sleeps, but then he's got a bed at the end of the film, so I don't know. But, um, yeah, the call goes out, and a bunch of guards go in, guns drawn. I think they're tranquilizer guns or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the first guard in looks over into this murky pool of water, and Killer Croc pops up, drags him in, bites his neck, 
and um, when they eventually tranquilize Killer Croc, uh, he's left there floating, probably dead. Would you like to know what I would do? Yeah, go ahead. Cattle prod into the water, <laughs> shocks Killer Croc. He floats up, screaming in pain. Then you trank him with a tranquilizer gun or hit him with the cattle prod again. Probably yeah. best to tranquilize him because if you get too close to him with the cattle prod, you'll probably grab it. drag him yeah. in and, and drown you. So I had a similar idea, yeah. which was they open the cell door and just all of them open fire into the water with their trank guns. You're going to hit him eventually. The thing is, if the pool is deep enough... I don't think it is because he stands up in it. Well, it might be him just swimming or something. Is oh shit! He stands up in it. Maybe, but if it's deep enough, then all the tranks wouldn't go down far enough. They wouldn't hit him. And then when they're reloading or they're out of ammo, Killer Croc will pop up and just munch. I don't think ball. it is deep enough. I I I think it's. I don't think it's really deep. It wouldn't make sense to have it really deep or anything like that. It wouldn't make sense to have a pool in there anyway. Well, perhaps he, if needs, he, needs, he needs water to live. Maybe. If he needs maybe. water, install a sprinkler system in there. So it's like misty and everything. That mm. way it keeps his skin moist and he's not hiding somewhere. Because if he wanted to escape, he could steal a spoon and start digging a hole in under the water, like a little hole into like one of the pipes or something, and then he can swim out and no one's going to know because they can't inspect under there. Also, they might, I they think might the have reason why cameras. his... Um, they might have underwater cameras. You know what they, they could have done? What? They could have... Um gone to Arkham Asylum, picked up Freeze's gun, come back, froze in the pool, and then just got the ice out of there. He'd be freezing and like, froze in the pool, like, and then, you know, thaw him out and trank the crap out of him. Maybe. It depends on how much like a crocodile his anatomy is, because if he's frozen for too long, he might die. That's alright. None of them are going to shed a tear if he dies. They've got King Shark around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> look at him instead. Yeah. Fair enough. Or just get Mr. Freeze. Or send a guy with Mr. Freeze's gun on the Suicide Squad team. Yeah. That way he's not a maniac. Well, and well, you have a maniac's weapon. Well, going off the assumption that Freeze has been caught in this, or even exists, I assume he exists. Might not. He might be on the run still. Yeah, but you still got his gun. That's all you need, really. Just a Freeze gun. Yeah. That'll do. Grab Mr. Freeze's gun, then you don't need Killer Croc. I like it. I like your idea better. I like the cattle prod one. Let's do yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Just stick it in there. Zap him. Bring him to the service. Yeah, it will save that poor nameless guard. He was a new guard as well, weren't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a new guy. Yeah. That's why they sent him in first. So the Suicide Squad finally touched down in Midway City, where Enchantress is doing her weird magical machine thing. And uh, Boomerang, Captain Boomerang, is curious about these bombs in the back of their heads. He wants to know if they work. So he kind of talks Slipknot into going, hey, maybe we should you know, make a run for it, because I don't think these bombs are real. It's a prison of the mind, is what he said. Captain Boomerang and Slipknot punch the nearest guards next to them. Uh, Boomerang gets cornered by Katana. And then uh, Slipknot, the man that can climb up anything, uh, manages to, can only do this with a bloody grappling hook that he's got, so some ability you can climb things no it's a grappling hook it's a shit ability yeah it's just a bit of uh, it's a gadget isn't it really saying that Batman can climb anything then yeah ooh um, and as he's running he's grappling to another building Rick Flag pushes the button 
on his little tablet blows up uh, Slipknot's head. You're Slipknot, Chris. Would you rise to the bait of Captain Boomerang? No, I wouldn't raise to the uh, challenge, if you like, because there's all these stories about Amanda Waller and uh, things that, you know, she's a horrific person. Yeah, she's, done she's this ruthless. Stuff. So I'd be thinking, shit, these bombs are probably real. In which case, Boomerang would be like, really just go and be like, yes, Boomerang, go for it. I'm <laughs> going to watch you and see what happens. Yeah. Do you think Boomerang was sincere or you think he was hoping to be cornered by Katana? Or oh, no, yeah, definitely. One of the other ones. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah, he planned to be caught, I reckon, just so he'd be like, oh, no, yeah, sorry, no, I tried to get away. He's getting away, though. Let's see if he can do it. Bang. Okay, I'm not going to escape. Yeah. Had he got away, though, I reckon later on he would have he would definitely have tried, you know, properly to get away. Who, Boomerang? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. Uh, the Kaimi guy had done it. Well, again, there is a scene where he's given the opportunity to, to leave. He does leave and then inexplicably comes back for no reason. Probably because he leaves and realises the entire city's taken over his things and thinks, shit, I have a better chance of staying with the, uh, the squad, if you like. Maybe. Better survival yeah. odds, isn't it? Yeah, safety in numbers. Sometimes. Sometimes not. But yeah, so um, that doesn't go well for Slipknot, the most beloved member of the Suicide Squad. I'm, I've never even heard of him. <laughs> no. Right, I don't know who the hell he is. He's pretty shit, and we're never going to see him again. Thank God. But uh, the main mission of the squad is to go to this building and save uh, an unknown asset that's there. Turns out it's Amanda Waller. She's trapped in Midway City. Uh, with a bunch of interns there and uh, she's been controlling Rick Flag to try and help her get her out um, they managed to do so get her up to the top of the building and await a helicopter evacuation unfortunately the Joker has hijacked the helicopter starts shooting at everyone, Rick Flag manages to get Amanda Waller to cover everyone else gets into cover and uh, Harley gets a text on her phone that she's been hiding and turns out the Joker's kidnapped the man that is like developed the bomb in the head technology and he's disarmed Harley's so she's free to run to the helicopter get on she does climbs aboard she has a reunion with um Joker or Pudding or uh, Mr. J Pudding or Mr. J um Rick Flag can't stop her her explodey thing isn't working and uh she's off um Amanda Waller tells Deadshot to kill her he takes the shot but um as a fuck you to amanda waller he goes oops missed waller doesn't like this very much and no. uh she calls in another attack helicopter that shoots a missile blows up the cockpit taking out the pilot and uh harley falls out onto a building and joker stumbles back and is left in the helicopter as it crashes uh, he doesn't die though because he pops up a little bit later on in the film mm-hmm. but um, you're the pilot or some of Joker's gang on yeah. the helicopter wearing the panda suit or dressed as Batman <laughs> or something. yeah you're the guy in the panda suit <laughs> okay are you asking what I'd do in this helicopter thing I'm asking you exactly what would you do dressed as a panda in a helicopter I'm aware the panda wasn't in the helicopter but bear with us people uh, this helicopter has it got its own weapons well yeah it's got a huge Gatling gun in the back of it so yeah, I'm assuming yeah. So I, f- I fire a missile because the missile would be coming towards me and all my senses would be going for like, alert, alert, alert. And then I'd fire my missile or I shoot with a Gatling gun. Right, the Gatling gun's at the back, so you'd have but to turn I've got the... machine guns at the front. You'd have to turn the Gatling gun around to face the front and maybe you'd take out some important controls of the helicopter 
maybe you'd accidentally well, shoot just, Mr. Can't J. Can't just spin the helicopter around. Yeah, but then you'd be flying backwards. And no, in the time it takes you forward. to, in the time it takes you to turn around, you're now broadside on, and that missile, when it hits you, is going to do more damage. I abandon the helicopter then because apparently there's no hope if I stay in it. Those missiles are shit. It hit the front of the helicopter and literally just destroyed the front. I thought the entire thing would go up. Yeah, it didn't. It was probably a movie missile because they realised that they didn't have want to kill Joker, arguably their most popular villain. So, Joker, saved by screenwriters. <laughs> uh, interesting in this point as well is, did Joker save Harley? Because I yeah, interpreted she, that he pushed her out of the uh, helicopter because it got hit and he was like, it's you and me now. Looks down, sees the building. Then I thought he stumbled slightly and then he pushed her to get her out quickly. Maybe, yeah. Because he's just gone through all this trouble to rescue her. Yeah. But again, Harley would have been fine because she would have been with the Joker and the Joker's fine. Yeah, you don't know that. He might have, like, crashed. He got it, but I'm fine. Oh my God, you're split in half. <laughs> is what could have happened. Maybe he pushed Harley to see if Harley would survive the fall. And he's like, okay, she did. I'm yeah, jump that, out that now. seems a bit more like Joker. That actually. is his speed, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that yeah, that's what he would do. Um, Harley's a crash test dummy, isn't she? Really? Yeah, the, but the then Joker. saying that, they have a little scene in Ace Chemicals where he convinces her to jump from this platform into a, a vat of uh, acid to bleach her skin. Yeah. He then goes to leave, and then sort of has a little moment where he's like, oh, "Bollocks, I can't leave her." Mm. Jumps off. I, lo- I love that scene, by the way. Lands in the. It's, acid. A, it's a trailer shot, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. it's. I like it. Comes up with all the colours and stuff. And then he's at that point, he's like, yes, you are definitely joking material. So maybe maybe when he pushed her, he wasn't actually... Or even if he... He might not have pushed her at all. Might have just stumbled. <laughs> and she tripped backwards. Probably, yeah. But uh, Harley reunites with the, with the team. And uh, they stop to have a drink. And it's a bit of a bonding moment there, isn't it? In the, in the bar. Uh, they're all having tequila slammers and weird blue cocktails. They didn't do a bit of the trailer. They what had it in the trailer when she's asking me what everyone wants and Diablo's like, I love water. And she's like, oh, good idea, hot stuff. Wasn't in the film. Had it in the trailer, not in the film. Again, you said before, Joker scenes have probably been cut out. Lots of things have probably been cut out. But uh, yeah, they're having a drink and uh, Rick Flag finally manages to convince them all that they need to go and stop the Enchantress. Uh, Will Smith is motivated by his daughter, Harley Quinn motivated because she wants to have fun and hit someone with a baseball bat That's take her b- mind off because uh, she believes that Mr. J's dead at this point yeah and uh, Killer Croc wants to eat something maybe yeah I don't know Boomerang gets up and leaves yeah and then he comes back immediately and uh, Diablo uh, fire tattoo man wants redemption for killing his uh, wife and, and kids in a, in a house fire so yeah Speaking of Diablo, mm. he's the next one to die. Uh, he gets into a fight with um, Incubus, who is Enchantress's brother, mm-hmm. and he takes the form of a giant red metal man um, who kicks and punches all of the mm. squad members and physically overpowers them, forcing Diablo to turn into a giant flame on. flaming skeleton <laughs> man he looked um a bit like i i got it because it looked he had like a headdress on like native americans a little yeah which yeah. is strange because he's latin american i hispanic, think hispanic only yeah so um so but anyway he... he turns into that he has a punch up manages to get incubus into 
a corner where um, Clint Eastwood's son, playing uh, Lieutenant Edwards, sets a mine that was left there With by With one Rick's second flag. on it. Yeah, and uh, blows that up, which kills um, Diablo. Incubus. Incubus. And, and the uh, soldier. Edwards, yeah. So, oh, um, this is why Killer Croc said to go on and do it while he fought them off, because he knew that he was going to die otherwise with the bomb. Probably. Well, he was kind of pinned down by um, Enchantress's minions, so yeah, maybe. And maybe Croc, he's got sort of solid skin. He could have swum down a bit quicker. Why did they not reset the bomb? Or could it not be reset for one second? Well, the guy set it to two seconds originally. Oh, no, because he stopped it at one second, didn't he? Yeah. Right. Uh, it can't be reset then, probably. No. That's very irresponsible of Rick Flag to leave an explosive with one second to spare just lying around a random subway. Yeah, although I suppose after that point happening, the evacuation had already happened, I think, hadn't it? But still or was when, in the process of happening. Yeah, but still one construction crew come in to repair all the damage. Oh, wait, there's a bomb! On it, yeah, what happens, but yeah. Huh. Um, convenient for the plot, though. I think we'll try and survive as Diablo. Okay. Tips do you have? Because he gets the upper hand on Incubus for a bit. Why doesn't he melt his leg off? And then Incubus is kind of stuck there. Why doesn't he just leave? Because before they go into this, uh, Flag destroys his control for the explosives. Yeah. So they're still primed, but he can't do it. And he's like, you know, I'm going to go. I can't force you to come with me, whatever. Leave. You can project what appears to be an unlimited amount of fire in huge and a huge radius. Yeah. Anything's come near you, you just burn them. You could easily get out of that city. Yeah. Perhaps then even get out of range of Amanda Waller's detonating thing. Maybe. I was going to say maybe because Amanda Waller survives, maybe she'd detonate it. Also, it's not in Diablo's character to leave. He wants to stay specifically for redemption for what he did in his past life. And he probably accepts that he's going to die or he's more willing to die than some of the other members so he can be with his family and, and stuff like that in the afterlife. Or, or whatever so and if he could bloody turn into a giant fire demon yeah why didn't he do that because then surely the bombing plant isn't going to survive being turned into a giant fire demon yeah could, it must have melted yeah, or could something. he not have just, like burnt him from the inside out maybe i'm not sure so he could have he could have got there gone by the way fire demon burn everybody <laughs> go back to normal we're like peace out Oh shit, I shouldn't have turned into a fire demon and killed everyone because now the Enchantress rules the world. But you can't touch me, <laughs> fire demon! Good theme song for fire demon, yeah. Um, what what villain is he? Is he a villain for any particular character? Um, I don't know. I know very little about him. So do I. Let's it, move on. Diablo's the last member of the squad to, to die. Uh, the team eventually managed to stop Enchantress by throwing the bomb, blowing up her machine. Harley manages to slice out her heart with um, Katana's sword, and then Rick Flag um, gives the Enchantress Witch a chance to give him back um, his girlfriend, June. June. Uh, she refuses. Flag crushes the heart, thinks he's killed the Enchantress and June, um, but June's alive. She wipes the mud off of her face. It's a happy ending! Hooray! Amanda Waller's still alive, threatens to blow everyone's head up, and the whole squad go back to prison, apart from Flag, 
who is left uh, with Cara Delevingne. Um, yeah. But Harley Quinn gets an espresso machine and Deadshot gets uh, time with his daughter, which is nice. Boomerang doesn't get anything, does he? Yeah, I don't see anything that. in his cell. No. <laughs> but um, Killer Croc gets a nice flat screen TV, so hooray. Here's a point I want to quickly make about why Harley Quinn can take out in The Witch and Batman can't. She says, bow to me, I'll give you whatever you want. And then Harley bows and grabs a, a bit sword. of the sword and slices. But it wouldn't be believable if Batman was to go, yeah, I'll bow. She'd be like, no, you're Kneel not. Before Zod. I know you're not going to bow before me. So she wouldn't have believed it. So Batman would not have got that opportunity to slice her open. Yeah, Batman would have just shot her. And it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> Batman has a really big gun that shoots kryptonite gas. And that's really effective against the Blair Witch. It fucking works against the cave troll. Why not it's a not witch? a cave troll. Yeah, so that was Suicide Squad. The most enjoyable film in the DC Universe, which isn't saying much. Uh, Ouch. Because the other two are shit. But yeah, enjoyable. I liked it. You liked it. Most of us liked it. Unless you didn't like it. Chris. Yeah. How would people get in touch with us to say that um, they disagree with you saying Cesar Romero's the worst Joker. Project the We Could Survive That logo into the sky over <laughs> Gotham City. Or you could email us at wecouldsurvivethat at gmail.com tweet us at We Could Survive or find us on YouTube and anywhere iTunes, else. Stitcher, iTunes, if you're feeling generous. Um, Leave reviews, comments. Yeah, some stars. Whatever you want. Uh, be nice to Chris. He doesn't respect uh, Cesar Romero as we hardcore Joker fans do. <laughs> really I don't know um, yeah that's it that's about it um, we'll be back next week for something maybe maybe not maybe we'll be back uh, Chris end the show with your usual enthusiasm and groove thank you you got no groove no I do not good sir but you have listened to We Could Survive That your weekly Survivor Guide to the Movies and we'll see you all next week until then Keep on surviving. Bye-bye.